All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. <laughs> the real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Yeah.
Season two of the Black Girl Bravado podcast. We missed you, girls. Hope you missed us. Um, we have a special episode that we sat down with our sister girlfriend, Soar, um, partner, international PR expert. There you go, Miss J. Gray. Um, she dropped plenty of gems for you guys and for us. So before we get into that, we just had a few church announcements. Um, just a couple. Just a couple. The first one. We have a brunch coming up June 24th at 12 p.m. at the Hudson in West Hollywood. Um, it's about $35. If you are interested, uh, you can buy tickets at bravadobaysbrunch.eventbrite.com. We just want to throw a disclaimer out there that we're not making any coin off of this. Mm-mm, no coin. Not one penny. Um, no coin left behind. We know your finances are important to you guys. We're not making anything off this, so we just want to let you know that this does include your meal, plenty of mimosas, a special little gift, and um, time and a place, an open space for you to connect with other like-minded individuals. So if you're free that day, we'd love to see you there. Come on out and rub elbows with your girls. All right. What else do you want to say? You won't be disappointed. Also, we want to thank everyone for your ratings and your reviews we really appreciate that we selected a winner for our giveaway and she wanted a face steamer and a gratitude journal so that is what our girlfriend is getting yes and we still encourage you to continue to rate and review the podcast so that it can reach other women alike and they can find out about this podcast just like you did that is how they find out ratings and reviews so please keep doing that and we appreciate everyone who has already taken the time to do it yeah, so the time has come. First season, oh, actually, first episode. First season episode, one. season two. Season two, damn, I'm a mess. <laughs> first episode, season two. Let's get into it. Buckle up. Ooh. <laughs> this is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Welcome back. We are having a special edition episode today. We have someone very special and very important that we're going to speak with today just to give a little insight on her journey what she does and hopefully help you all as she has helped us so today we have miss j gray she is an international public relations expert and brand manager she leads the day-to-day operations of the fashion beauty and lifestyle divisions of images everything public relations and brand management Highly regarded as one of the industry's youngest but most respected publicists in the business, Gray has been instrumental in developing and overseeing numerous brands and talent images. Prior to Images Everything PR, Gray's PR skills were groomed at PMK, BNC, Domain PR, Branding and Marketing PR, and Trade Day Management and Publicity. Gray served as the Publicity Coordinator to MTV's Caitlin O'Connor, and American Idol's Tim Urban, also working with QVC's K-Dash, Rachel Zoe, Kris Jenner, Matt Cosmetics, T-Mobile, Beats by Dre, Michael Johnson of the Cincinnati Bengals, Larry Callahan, and Selected of God, Andrew Lander, and the NAACP. As senior publicist of Images Everything PR, Gray represents clients across all industries. She is dedicated to a global perspective of the public relations field and is dedicated to educating herself on the industry's latest trends. 
Gray is committed to sharing her knowledge of public relations as well as things she's learned while working in the fashion and beauty industries with fellow female entrepreneurs, helping them use PR to build businesses and brands they love. Come on, Brittany. <laughs> Girl, you need to be an auto books uh, voice. You don't, read that Don't get it. me started. T. All right, girl. Miss J. Gray. Hey, girl. Oh, I'm on. I'm live. You're on. Here. <laughs> I was on trying to laugh when you said she should um, do the audiobooks because I do listen to those at night and she was like on point. Yes. Miss J. Gray. <laughs> I put on my yes. Welcome. On so Thank you for being on our podcast. Thank you for inviting me. This is so dope. Yay. I'm like so amazed at this. Oh, I've been so on a sweet. few podcasts and nobody's setup is as legit or dope as Oh, well, you're so, so sweet. Yeah. Well, thank you for those kind words. Yes. So, Brittany gave the um, official professional rundown, but <laughs> tell our girlfriends out there who are listening, give them your, your tea. My business tea. So yeah, your um, business and your, your casual, where you're from, <laughs> you know, the rundown. So, like Brittany said, I'm Miss Shea Gray. I always hop in like, hey, it's Miss Shea Gray. People know that little line, but um, I am from L.A., okay. like the hood. Okay. The east side. Not east LA, but Around the east here. side. <laughs> you know, we might have some little hood entrepreneurs listening. So, uh, 89th Street in Avalon, that's where I'm from. Okay. So, um, the rose that grew from concrete, that's really me. Okay. Born and raised in the projects, across the street from the projects, down the street from the projects, and now I work alongside of multimillionaires. Oh. So, that goes to show what dreams and aspirations can do. I am an international public relations expert that is different from a publicist or a PR representative. I'm an expert. I studied diligently on my craft, constantly improving it. I went to school for it. I mastered it and I educate myself on it repeatedly. So I'm an expert. Um, I am also a brand manager. So all these amazing influencers that we see on social media that are plugging us and having us go out and buy these new products and shop these new brands. I represent the best of the best of them. I am their brand manager. I connect them with these brands who want to leverage off of the influencers. So that's what I do day in, day out, which just really equals out to like 250 emails a day, three events, 17 uh, meetings, and I'm talking about just one day. Oh, so wow. that's what I do. That's the tea. You're very busy. So. You gave us that little spill. What mm -hmm. I want to know, is this something that you always wanted to do? Have you always wanted to be in PR? Have you always wanted to be a brand manager? Or is this like you went to school for it? Or give us that little background. Absolutely not. Like, I went to school, Cal State Dominguez, Del Toros. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, um, I went to school to be an English teacher. And oh, wow. I was in my dorm. Getting dressed to go see my little side boo. Okay. And you know what? <laughs> Done. <laughs> and y'all remember that show, uh, The Game on BET? Loved it. Right. The original, before yeah. they started doing all the extras mm -hmm. with the new melodies and all that. That was before it hit BET. That you was know, when BET, it was on CW. BET there we got go. it and tore it up. It up. Yeah, yeah. Tasha Mack. <laughs> so when it was on the CW, like um, Brittany was saying, Back then, they had a girl in there named Dion. Mm -hmm. I was walking past the kitchen in my dorm, and Dion was on there, and she had gotten um, Malik a Nike commercial. But Derwin was now her new client, and she went in there during the commercial, talked to the CEOs, and by the end of her conversation, her new client, Derwin, was now replacing Malik in the commercial. And I was like, I want to do that. Like, wow. she is a woman. She was dressed to the T. 
She had her own money. She was like a boss. And she went in there and talked them men up, switched up the deal. And she was representing like these amazing figures. But she was still behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. But it was like, if you wanted to be anybody, if you wanted to get put on and the football scene outside of just playing ball, you had to go through Dion. And I went on campus. I was like, what is she? That's what I want to be. And this was my senior year. Um, So I had to take 18 units in public relations in order to graduate on time. Mm -hmm. And I just switched everything. I started interning immediately. I switched my major. And within six months, I was running um, the public affairs department at Dominguez Hills, which was over a million dollar um, budget. Wow. I created the first news publication at Cal State Dominguez called Toral Talk. I created the first campaign that ASI at Dominguez Hills had, which was um, We Run um, Dominguez Hills. And basically the whole purpose of my campaign was for the students to take back Dominguez Hills and kind of love the campus again and take care of it because we was tearing it up, basically. Come on, girl. So those, like, I jumped in, like, what they say, hit the ground running? Yeah, that's what I did with public relations. Like I jumped in, I loved it, I ate it up. From the business side of it, the behind the desk, the writing contracts, the making proposals, going to the conference, um, having the conference calls, then to being at the events, producing the events, going to the mixers. Like I love every single part of public relations. And at the end of the day, I'm still behind the scenes. So if the world wants to see a new face, I don't lose my job. Mm. Okay. So. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, so fast forward a little bit. You master the public relations branding and you graduate, you're in the field, mm-hmm. and then you were working a conventional job at this point, right? You and were doing the PR on the side and working, or did you just go straight from college into running your own business? No, definitely not. And I would discourage any entrepreneur from just hopping into owning their own business. I feel like that's the one thing all these entrepreneurs are doing wrong. It's like you have to work for somebody in the field of the company you want to own mm-hmm. because you need to learn the ins and outs of how to run that type of business alongside of learning your craft in that in that field. So when I graduated, I interned for m- multiple companies for years. And after I interned in public relations, I became a junior publicist. Then I became an assistant publicist. And... All this time, I knew I wanted to own Images Everything because I was learning and picking up from these different places, seeing what I did and did not like. And at um, PNKBNC, we represented, um, this is where I had my one of my first internships. We represented Jennifer Lopez, Will Smith, um, the Kardashians, some of the mm. biggest people. And I was one of the only black girls, and we had a meeting, and they were like, ask us anything, be completely transparent. That's not really what they meant, because when I raised my hand and asked my question, everybody looked at me like the only black girl in the room would ask that. (laughs) (laughs) So I raised my hand, and I said, how much are the um, clients paying? And when they told me the figure, and I realized what we were getting paid, even as um, junior publicists or assistants, I was like, oh, hell no. Numbers wasn't that. No, we get paid $12, $13, but they paying $4,500 a month? Right. Okay, but we're doing all the work? Need more coin. More. (laughs) More. So I was like, let me learn how to build my brand. Mm -hmm. So, um, of course, fear got in the way, and I went to um, start working for the city. I had a bomb job. 
Do we still say bomb? Yeah, yeah. it's okay. okay. We say bomb. Fire. Generating <laughs> coins. Surviving. I had, I had, a, I had a, a good job working for the city. I was making good money. I had benefits. I had, I could come in and go as I please. And I hated it. Oh, shit. I hated it. I cried every day. I... I was so stressed out. My um, small intestines shut down. I had uh, lesions through my face coming out. I was. It was just really bad, and it was just stress because I hated Girl, what I was doing. You should see my face. I said, "I see your face." Girl, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> the lesions time breakdown of the small intestine. Right. Go like, ahead. Like, I will do that to you. Yeah, if you don't like what you're doing and you're just doing it for the money, and I was just like, I have to do images everything. And um, this goes into how I became an entrepreneur. Yes. <laughs> I was crying one day, walked out the office, just boohoo crying. I called a colleague of mine um, and was just like, I can't do this. But I'm afraid because I need the money. And she yeah. was like, you'll never know how much money you can make living out your dream until you live out your dream. And she said those key words and I didn't go back to my job. Well, no money, no savings, the, nothing. You, did you give it two weeks? Uh, no, Just I gave her, I gave her, I can't I'm do done this. Here. <laughs> I'm taking my thing. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> Clean up the cubicle and I'll do this. Yeah, like I just, wow. and I wouldn't suggest anybody be as abrupt as I was, but I knew that I wasn't going back and I knew I didn't need those references, so I was like, deuces. What about the coin though? You didn't care about that part? I was scared, but. And this is something else, like, it's just as bad as you want it. I gave up my brand new car and got a bucket. I gave up my apartment and went to sleep on my mother's living room couch. My family was like, we cannot help you financially at all. We cannot give you a dime, but you can sleep on the couch and we will make sure there's food in the house for you. Live out your dreams. There you go. And as a college student, grown as hell, that's what I did. I was like, nobody got to know that I'm sleeping on my mom's couch. Right. My sorors probably did. We did. I came over. <laughs> but I was like, I wanted it. I really wanted it. So I made it happen. Wow. That's inspiring. Right. Just going to say. So it took sacrifice. Ultimately, that's, oh, it took a lot yeah. of sacrifice. It's still taking sacrifice. Like, I think it's Big Sean who said, um, I don't even remember. Come I on, posted bro. it on my IG so well, many Big, times, too. But Big Sean said something about, like, it, it just, it take, if time was sacrificed, I don't know. I'm going to have to look it up before the end of the podcast. Look it up and we'll put it but in the show Big notes. Sean says is, like, so dope about sacrificing because you're, you're nothing without the sacrifice. You can't get anywhere without the sacrifice. So I'll T. find it. She's going to find it. We're going to plug it in maybe <laughs> later on in the episode, maybe in the show notes. We'll figure it out. So, See, I already found it. Look okay, at y'all. Okay. <laughs> Quick. What did he say? He said, I done made so many sacrifices, so many sacrifices. I done gave up so much time knowing time ain't free. Fuck it, I sacrificed it. Like, now look at him. To get ahead, man, you gotta make sacrifices. Fuck it, though. That's how hungry my appetite is. Okay, and that's hey, how I was, And I was just like, um, Big Sean just <laughs> totally took my words and made them popular. Made it a hit. Right. Because that's how I feel. Still to this day. Like, I always say, I'm hungry and I ain't got a meal yet. Okay. Wow. T. Meal, million, 
I'm still hungry because I ain't had a meal yet. We got your girl. Quote it. Put in your latest Instagram photo. There's your caption. <laughs> Hashtag Miss J. Gray. Hungry. Please. No <laughs> so what did your first year of entrepreneurship look like? What was the tipping point where you felt like, wow, this is working. Like my sacrifice paid off. Uh, my first year looked like my mom's couch, <laughs> driving an um, a old car that constantly was getting uh, breaking down on me, but I was happy. Mm -hmm. Like, I had no money, no food, because they lied about the whole having food for me <laughs> stuff, okay? So, no money, no food, a bucket, and it's like, I graduated honors from college for this? Mm -hmm. I interned for this? Right. I left my job for this, and still I was happy. I was so happy because... Like, I just could always see where I was going and where I was going to be. And so um, it was a lot of hard work. It was a lot of trial and error. I did get mentors. I did study. I took webinars. I went to seminars. I joined organizations. Like, anytime I did get a little bit of money, it went right back into my um, development, not even my company, because I wasn't even building a company at this point. I was still developing. Mm -hmm. So I had like a bootleg website, had bootleg business cards. I think I printed from my computer, but I was developing my skill. Yeah. So people were still working with me, looking past all the bootlegs <laughs> because of my skill. And that's what I say. Like, you have to learn and study your craft. So that's what my first year looked like. It was pretty rough, but I was happy. And I kept going. I didn't let any of the little stumbling blocks defeat me. I think the tipping point of my um, journey as an entrepreneur was probably in the last two years, maybe three years, okay. last three years, when I decided I was going to be international. I started off as a basic publicist, just doing um, little PR for, uh, for musicians here and there. And I was like, forget this, I'm gonna be internationally known publicist everywhere. People are gonna know my name, they're gonna know Miss J. Gray, they're gonna know if you wanna do anything in the beauty or fashion industry, you gotta go through Miss J. Gray. And I said that, I put it on my vision board, and within three months, I was working in London. Come on, girl. And I just kept thinking, how am I going to become internationally known if I live in Los Angeles? And um, the Holy Spirit told me, you get up and you leave. You don't have no kids. You're not married. You travel around the world and make your contacts around the world. What's that mean? Girl, that means I'm that's, feeling that's you. with you. Oh, okay. I'm with you. We're <laughs> all snapping. So I just started packing my bag and going. That's what led to me uh, moving to Atlanta, Yes, too. girl. So, Miss J. Gray, um, if you guys follow her on any of her social media platforms, and you would know that she, like she says, lives in L.A., moved to Atlanta, and then decided to come back. So, tell us about that process, deciding to just up and leave. Like, did you have anybody down there when you decided to just go? Not one person. I knew not one person in Atlanta. Um, but it's this thing about um, fear. Like, a lot of people, their fear literally scares them away. Mm -hmm. My fear is more like, come get me. Come do this. Okay, that's seduction. You know? Seduce <laughs> <laughs> so my fear. I ain't never Yeah, like, I just, I'm just always like, all right, I'm afraid of that. I'm about to do it. Why I'm Atlanta? To do it. Because, um, here we go with the whole researching thing, right? So I research and study all the time. Mm -hmm. To a year before I decided to move to Atlanta, they were putting $8 billion into the film industry in Atlanta. They were changing Atlanta so much that the colleges started to change the um, degrees out there mm -hmm. to reflect what was happening in film. And I was like, okay, 
Film means studios. Studios mean actors. Actors mean publicists and stylists and brands. And I said, that means Miss Shea Gray needs to be there. Everybody needs to know my name and image is everything. So I'm going to get there before everybody else gets there. Come on. Plant my seed and build my relationships, pick up my clients, and then move on to the next place, mm -hmm. which um, was New York. So I did it. You know, my mom had an old friend who was uh, really up in age, who moved out there, had a little mansion out there all the way in the boonies, not even in Atlanta, like out in the country, and she was sick. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh my God, these are the signs. Right. And they were like, we need somebody to go help her. Right. She living at the top of her house, and it's three stories, and I was like, sign me up. Right. Right. I don't know nobody, I don't have any money, I don't have you know, a house out there, I can't buy a house out there. So I left, I, moved, I um, went out there, not knowing I was gonna really move. I went out there for three months. She gave me full access to the house. She gave me a car and she gave me the food my family lied about. Right. So I had food too. <laughs> so I was able to maintain my life in LA because I had a car note, a house, insurance, all that in LA. So I was able to maintain LA because she was kind of paving the way for me in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So three months time I said, I'm moving here. So I came back home. That's when I had my going away party. And I moved to Atlanta. Got rid of my apartment. Shipped my car to uh, Atlanta. Got an apartment in Atlanta. Oh, my God. The rent is so cheap in Atlanta. <laughs> so cheap in Atlanta. Um, loved it. Um, and I... And I did what I said I was going to do. I said, I'm getting out here. They're going to know my name. I'm going to pick up the best of the best. I picked up uh, Mimi J, top uh, beauty expert in Atlanta, owns the Glamatory, which is basically the black girl Sephora. She okay. does every top celebrity in Atlanta. She has a new uh, reality show coming out soon. Got out there. She's a soror. Made my contact. Come on. We had um, an event called Pretty in the City when there was Boulay out there. From then, now she's my client. Wow. Got out there, picked up Latched and Hooked Beauty. I was just like, when I go places, I really get, you know, uh, Future says, Beast Mode. I listen to a lot of rap music. In <laughs> I do. I'm like, what he say? Like, you know I thought you were going to say mask off. Beast <laughs> I'm like, he said, I'm taking my mask off. <laughs> He's like, Beast Mode all the time. His song, Ooh, Super Trapper. I get up listening to that. Girl. It's my motivation. Mm -mm. From Big Sean to Future. Right. I, you know, rap music is, people do a lot of affirmations. I start repeating rap songs. Uh, I, I always say I'm the best publicist alive. Get that from Wayne. Yes. You know, <laughs> the best publicist alive. Which, who who, who going to tell me I'm not? They don't ever tell Wayne he not, right? Oh, girl, you never <laughs> told him. Me. No, nobody. God damn it, I can't. <laughs> I cannot. Wow. So, you made it happen, and then, so you plan on going to New York next? I do. I do. I came back to L.A. I have some great opportunities happening in L.A. I think I'm going to get married in a couple of months. Girl, okay. oh. <laughs> We'll have to talk about that off there. <laughs> so, um, from that tea. I'll probably be in L.A. for a little bit, start a nice little family, yes. and then um, buy an apartment in New York and live in New York. So the plan is, again, international, so I can't really stay uh, in one spot. Yeah. So I'll live coastally and eventually I will either have a place in London or um, in probably South Africa. Come on, girls. Wow, we gonna have some places to stay. <laughs> Come in here. Hello, Miss Gray. I just touched down in London. 
please send your driver. No, people used to do that in Atlanta. Like, I'm coming to Atlanta. I was like, okay, I probably won't see you, but you can stay at my place. (laughs) (laughs) So, looking back from where you are now and where you were, what is one thing that you think you would have done differently, if anything? Save some damn money. I was broke. Girl, before you left work? Yeah. I I didn't, like, think. I didn't think. And still to this day, like, that's a, um, I would say, like, a, a benefit for how I do business and a, and a drawback. Mm-hmm. When things are popping and things are good and interesting, I hop on it. Yeah. And they're beneficial a lot of times, like Atlanta. You know, no thinking, just like, let's move to Atlanta. Yeah, spontaneity. Spontaneity. Yeah, spontaneity, like, but I definitely would have saved some money. Mm-hmm. Not even just for myself, but because I didn't realize how expensive websites were domains were Mm -hmm. um you know i could have paid somebody to do my social media i could have had an assistant um it costs a lot of money to attend events to be a part of organizations gas driving places so i would have definitely saved money that's probably the only thing i would have did different i would have saved some of those checks save them so ladies if you're thinking about quitting your job don't save your coins first. i would say three months minimum save three months Actually, if you're just starting out and you have absolutely no business plan, nothing put together, no way to make revenue immediately, I would do six months of your total bills, yeah. um, savings. But if you kind of have something up and going, you mm-hmm. kind of make a little money here and there, I do three months minimum. That's that's good advice. Okay. So, I know we talked about Auntie My Leak off air, but <laughs> do you have any other entrepreneurs who inspire you? I don't even have entrepreneurs that inspire me because, unfortunately, every time I start digging deeper, I start finding out the story doesn't add up. <laughs> they fraud. I don't. You will fraud in a two-time bra. Okay. Oh, right. I don't want no part-time frauds. There you go. <laughs> so, um, not not my league though. I have not, not found no. anything contradicting I think about she my league. Started from the bottom, now she here. And my that, league is Bay. That is my thing. I did not come from wealth. I did not come from a family that was educated on how to um, establish your own business or brand. So I look to these women who appear to have started where I did. Mm. And like I always find out they didn't. Like, I'm going to just be completely transparent. I was obsessed with Karen Sybil. Like, oh my goodness, beautiful black chocolate girl Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on this platform, not taking any ratchet photos still, you know, being true to herself, me and I would see her curse, I would see her drink, I would see her hang out in the hood, but she was still so professional. She was in the White House. Mm. But then this whole thing came out where she took twenty to fifty thousand dollars from Cameron to start her business and I was like, Oh, you didn't start how I started. Oh uh, yeah. You know well, I don't know if the story is true that she stole it or it was earned. Bottom line is she didn't start the way I started. I didn't have twenty or fifty thousand dollars, so it made me look at everything a lot different. Like, oh, that's why your photos look like this. Oh, that's why you're connected in these studios. Oh, that's why you're connected with these brands because it takes money to make money and it takes money to play with people that have money. Okay. So can't you can't even get in? No, you can't. So you know, I really like looked up to her until that. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what you call her, Auntie Myleek? Yes. She she she's transparent, but she's private. Like, she, yes. she's transparent, she's private. So, I'm like, Miley, 
that you can put on. You got a sugar daddy. Like, who's doing it? Not the sugar daddy. You know what? Really, I think my lady. You know, I just want her to come out and be like, I was broke. She says that. She says she was not profitable in her business until after 30. And she had oh, Right. Already, but she had jobs before that. Yeah, and she, she was talking about her. Uh, her yeah. Right. So she wasn't broke. Right. Remember I told you I was on my mama couch? Not, not, not. Not dirt broke, but right. Yeah. I mean, she well, may she have said, not had extra income. She saved seven thousand dollars mm-hmm. and moved to Atlanta with seven thousand dollars, working right. in her jobs, um, wherever she was working before, and that's how she decided to just get up and go. So, so she did the save method. She, did she the was save. smart. She okay. did. <laughs> she did the smart method. Yeah. Gotta have so, my coin because videos. <laughs> so yeah. if I had to say one entrepreneur I look up to, it would probably be her because, again, I can uh, identify with her start and her mm-hmm. come up. Mm-hmm. And she, I don't really use this term often, but my leak is a bad bitch. Yeah. Like, yeah. the way her curl box has come up, you know, I've, I've watched it yeah. expand and grow. And she's worked with um, several of my clients with the curl box. And so I'm just like, wow. And she drops gems. All the time. I yes. stay on her podcast. Girl. I stay in her newsletter. I stay on her Snapchat, um, Snapchat her Insta story. I'm I just like, be like, can you do more, please? Pull out your notebook. Jim has been dropped. Right. I've, I've been le- I've been taught. She reminds me of you, Brittany, because I Girl, swear she'd be irritated. <laughs> she'd be irritated. She'd be like, when she does her Q&A, she'd be like, yeah. What? what? And I just think of you. Like, why did you I ask love this question? I think what makes my leak different is she's an, she does, she's an older bae. You yeah. Know? So she has like that like wisdom. She's not much much older, that's but why old she's enough. That's auntie and not that's, a mama. Right, and that's why she's not a sis. Right. Because she has at least that ten year senior. Mm-hmm. You know where you can really trust Miley. Right. She looks so damn good. You. I would think she was in her twenties, but that's like I didn't that, know that she was. She just turned thirty eight. That's what I'm saying. I thought she was like maybe. 31, 32. No. I had no idea she was. Wow, Mylique, we love you. Yeah. Hope you're listening. From my right. heart to yours. <laughs> Let's email this to her. CC Mylique. So, what are some of your like productivity hacks? What did you have? You said you had 250 emails, three events, 17 phone calls. How do you manage. stay productive? How do you manage all of this? Um, one thing I love so much is Calendy.com. Mm. You can use it for free or you can um, get the pro, but everyone needs to use Calendly.com that is running a business. So what it does, it provides you with a custom link where people can click on that link and pick a time that works for them within your open availability to schedule something. You guys use that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it really eliminates the back and forth. How about Monday at 3? Oh, no, that doesn't mm-hmm. work. 2 o'clock at 4? No. Right. So you have my open availability. You see what I allow to be open. And you pick something that works from there. That's number one would be Calendly, definitely. And then um, I do block scheduling. So, for instance, Mondays are my CEO dates. And if you want to learn more about the CEO dates, you can go over to my um, Facebook group, PR in Your Pajamas. And I teach you about CEO dates, which is a day to just really work on your business as opposed to working in your business. Because if you're always working in your business, your business won't grow because you're not nurturing it. So Mondays are CEO days. Tuesdays are um, just flat out work days. Wednesdays are creative days. These are the days I plan out my social media. These are the days I plan out what I'm gonna teach in that Facebook group. These are the days I plan what I'm gonna teach my um, PR coaching clients. So just fully creative marketing days. Thursdays are work days again. 
and Thursdays and Fridays are the only days I will take meetings or calls. So that eliminates the chaoticness of my um, schedule. So Calendy.com, Block Scheduling, uh, Planoli, I hope I'm saying that right, but that is another website and app that I use, and that is to schedule social media. So I'm not in the middle of the day like, oh my goodness, I need to post today. Mm -hmm. It's scheduled. Um, I write out my captions. I write out the hashtags, everything. So it will remind me if I schedule for 2.30, 2.30 it'll say post your social media to Instagram. Everything is already laid out for me. I press post. So these little things kind of help me because unfortunately I don't have a personal assistant. I really want one, but I'm really afraid to be that open with my life. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to learn from the people like my league how to open up and let go. Um, what's another hack that I use? So really quick, mm -hmm. the block scheduling is kind of like what we mentioned on the podcast before, monotasking. Right. On those certain days, you're making sure you're focused on an individual task and not mm -hmm. scatterbrain all over the place. I like that. Yeah, and also I do the, um, I think it's called the red tomato method, mm -hmm. which is, so just how we sleep in realms. Mm -hmm. Every um, 90 minutes, we're in a different realm. Mm -hmm. our, when we're awake, we're like that. And so basically after 90 minutes of working, our body is in like sleep mode and we crash. Mm -hmm. And so I work in 90-minute modes. After 90 minutes, I take a break. That's what I need to do at my real job. Yeah. <laughs> work for 90 minutes, goodbye, good break. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's because your body is literally shutting down because we're releasing these hormones that's preparing us to go to sleep at the end of the night. Mm. And so I work in those, and I definitely would consider that a hack because when you do that, you're more productive, you're more creative, and you get more done because you're like, okay, you're racing the clock all the time, and it's like a cool little um, burst of energy mm -hmm. to race yourself. You're like, okay, 90 minutes to write this contract, 90 minutes to do 15 emails. And so you write it, um, you know, cross it off of your to-do list, and you feel accomplished. Mm -hmm. And then how long energized. is the break? The breaks, right. they say the breaks should be anywhere between um, 5 to uh, 30 minutes. Okay, I'll I take, take my whole 30 off. I'm going to take 35 minutes, I'm depressed. Yeah. yeah, I take naps throughout the day. I know some of these entrepreneurs be like, no sleep, no sleep, gang. I'm You're not sleeping. Team, no sleep? No, I get a full 8 to 9 hours a night. Come on. And I take a nap in the middle of the day. Because if I'm not taking care of me, how am I going to take care of my clients? Yes. I need to be alert, I need to be on it. Staying up till 3 or 4 in the morning and getting up at 6.30, I'm not doing it. Because I'm irritated. I don't have no energy. You can't even be on fleek with the three Right. Hours. Bags under your eyes. Skin don't even want to draw down. your eyebrows on right. No, I'm not doing it. Mm -mm. I'm sleeping. <laughs> do not disturb. That's a hack. My phone oh. stay on do not disturb from 9 p.m. to 10 a.m. Don't mess with me. I need to do that. I'm not responding. So you Sorry. sleep during that time? Or you just I do get, whatever? I get in that bed and turn on um, Love and Hip Hop around 9, 9, 15. Love <laughs> it. time. Love it. Love it. Then I, I, I watch Underground, and then I go into uh, Basketball Wives. By that time, I'm dozing off. And then come back the, the next season's day. The new not that great, so I'm dozing of off. Of what? Basketball Wives. I had oh, I haven't watched that. They had to bring Evelyn back to stir up the drama. And she Lord. told me that. Who saw Evelyn ain't having it? I'm okay. barely, we're barely starting on the, um... Housewives. Atlanta. Are you serious? Yeah. Just and I speed it up and find out why Phaedra was fired. I'm not going to tell y'all the tea. What, we just on episode two. No, we'll, we'll, we'll catch up. Mm -hmm. We'll watch do. it and come back. Come back. Don't watch Wendy Williams because she gives all the tea. 
No, we I don't. don't like I'm that. not even home in the daytime like you. Oh no, I'm You're on lucky. YouTube. You we'll, go to YouTube, and just the only part pretty, I want to see soon we'll hot be home topics. In the daytime, and we'll be. I'm hoping. Taking our naps and our tomatoing. <laughs> Red tomato. Red tomato. <laughs> so, Miss Shay Gray, <laughs> back on track. <laughs> How did you get the concept or the idea to start your business? I know we talked about the inspiration, but specifically, mm -hmm. like, were you like, oh, like images, images everything? everything and the you, pumps and you probably already know. Give me the tea. Okay. Images everything. Okay. Come on, Sora. So it was. Premier, if you're an AKA, I, yes, I am. Premier. So basically, I wanted my company to uh, represent me, and I was like, okay, and I knew that me uh, managing, you know, doing public relations and managing, I was managing their image. Mm -hmm. So that's where image is everything came from. And our uh, slogan is who's maintaining yours. Oh. And so the mirror on the logo is from me being a woman of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Come on, excuse me. And, um, that's really where the whole concept came from image. Me doing PR brand management and me being an AKA. Come on. See? At the top. It worked out. That they, was... they wouldn't add the ivies. I was being extra in the beginning. I was like, put some you know ivies on the ground. No. <laughs> Drawback. You know, the, you know the sorority would have dialed you up like, we need a portion of the coin right? that the ivies can use. We see that that's right. generating money. We need it. Right. We uh, What's that? Trademark the ivies. Trademark the ivies. You know what? I done got a cease and desist. Sorry. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Side, sidebar. Oh, my God. I'm like, you know what They be trying to do stuff for the... For the right. You know, and they be trying to shut you down. They want the whole... All the coins. They want your dues in a piece. <laughs> Run a percentage. But that's where the concept came from. It's just me. It's that just was the me. universe where you're going to be an AKA. You're going to have a firm. It's all going to work out. So, to who or what do you... Attribute your success. Mm. First, I want to thank God. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, I would have to thank my mother first because my mother introduced me to God and having faith. Mm -hmm. And had she not introduced me to that, I wouldn't be where I am now. So definitely my mother and um, definitely God, the Holy Spirit, because I have a lot of favor. And I just have a lot of favor. Mm -hmm. Like, and I, um, my friends always text me, and it's like a running joke of whatever I say will come to pass. They're like, oh, you're the super manifester. <laughs> and um, because whatever I say I'm going to do, it happens. Mm -hmm. And it's always other people that are like, oh my God, do you remember when you, and I'd be like, oh, I did say that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, everything that I learned growing up from my mother and my family about faith, about manifestation, speaking what is, um, you know, what is not as it is, mm -hmm. and just calling things in, into existence. And I took it a step further, again, with me researching. I'm a big researcher, and I realized that speaking things into existence and affirmations really don't work unless you visualize it. Mm -hmm. And so for years, I was doing it wrong, just saying, you know, I'm going to be an international publicist. I'm going to, and it wasn't until I literally would close my eyes and say, I'm going to be an international publicist. And I visualized myself traveling around the world on these different flights, sending emails on flights, having conference calls in, you know, those. I used to be like, what are those rooms? Those rooms that people go into the, the membership clubs at the mm -hmm. airports. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to be like, what is that? Now it's like, oh, we having a meeting in there. Like, right. you know, it, I visualize myself doing those things. So I definitely attribute that to my mother and um, to um, God. And then I would definitely have to say my little honey, 
Oh. Uh, which are who y'all call probably Drayvon <laughs> and KT. KT went above and beyond for me to start my business. I mean, he cussed me out day in and day night. You're not going to give up. I, I thought I was pledging, y'all, like the way he used to do me. Like, you're not going to give up. You're not going to quit. Yeah, he used to be like, you're going to be like everybody else. What you going to do, go work, build somebody else's dream? And he one day he told me, he was like, it's like you're riding a, a bike. And as long as you stay on the bike, I can push you and help you. He was like, but you, every time you get off that bike, it takes so much energy to put you back on. So basically he was telling me, stop giving up on myself and stay on the bike. Mm -hmm. No matter if I'm going slow, he'll be back there to push me. Mm -hmm. You know, give me that extra push off. If I'm going fast, he'll be back there waving. Come on. But if I get <laughs> off the bike... Then we're gonna have to pick your ass up. Yeah, no, 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 no telling how long time. that's gonna take. And I remember at one point when I was just like, um, I'm not doing no part time jobs. I'm just out here beasting. I mean, I started off charging $200 to people. That's not gonna pay no bills. What's $200 a month gonna do? KT went and worked seven days a week, 14 hours a day to supplement what I couldn't pay for so that I did not quit my dream. Good that's black bae. man. That's bae. KT, I like, like, KT. You're out there. <laughs> <laughs> if you're out there. So if I have to, I can't even get out. <laughs> Look at y'all. Listening, KT. <laughs> if I have to credit like success, it would be him. Like Aww. there's nobody like him, and he will just be like, "Oh, you gonna let her outdo you? Oh, she gonna work harder than you? Like, KT, this is my day off. <laughs> she don't have no day off. So, like he, he's really like, and then. Don't don't get sad around him, cause you're not gonna get no pat on the back. It's gonna be okay. Like tough love, he, like he don't know what the opposite of tough love is. You're always getting tough love with him. So definitely, definitely him, because he has been my rock for these six years, and he has never let me down when it comes to pushing me towards my my goals. When what man is gonna stand by your side when you say? All right, I know we've been together for four years and we're thinking about marriage, but I'm about to jet set to Atlanta alone right. and go live out my dreams. What, man? Right. Fine, tall, okay. college educated, Come on. got it a right career, Come on. got money, Come on. got his own place. You know, what black man is going to say, I'm going to be right here when you're ready? What black man is going to say, I'm going to buy the ticket for you to go? What black man is going to say, I'll fly out there to see you? Like, okay. You know, we and like he ain't no baller. I mean, I mean, not to take anything away from me. He he's not out here cashed out. He not right. So right. every single thing he did was a sacrifice to him. Mm -hmm. And a, and there's a um, not to get churchy on y'all, but there's get, a scripture there that churchy. says you know basically where a man's um, money is his heart. Mm -hmm. And he I didn't see I didn't see days where he didn't give me everything and I had to turn around and be like oh no here goes some back right. <laughs> you, give you, a little you know what I mean? so definitely my mother God KT and lastly would be one of my clients Felicia Leatherwood people know her as the hair whisperer celebrity natural hair Doesn't stylist she, do Issa Rae's hair? she does Issa Rae we love Issa over here she <laughs> does uh, Yaya she okay. does she's done Nicole. she needed to do me cause she mine. said she needs to do me <laughs> Nicole Ari Parker Jill Scott uh um, who is the woman in my head? Viola Davis. Mm -hmm. You know, anybody in natural who has natural hair in Hollywood, Felicia Leatherwood has Ava oh, DuVernay on their snap, huh? You yeah. natural queen. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but like I said, the world nurse knows her as a celebrity natural hair stylist and 
oh my goodness, Felicia drops gems like my leak, like mm -hmm. all the time, and she just feeds into my spirit constantly. She'll call me and be like, what's going on with you? Mm -hmm. We're not talking about business. What's going on? Mm -hmm. She suggests apps, books, seminars. Like, I have never encountered a woman like her who is so giving mm -hmm. when it comes to building up a younger black woman. And I wish a lot of our older black women were like that because mm -hmm. I feel like our generation could be so much better mm -hmm. if we had women like that feeding into us. Yeah. You know, when I met Felicia, I was just doing Images Everything Public Relations. And Felicia was like, you're going to manage me. And I was like, I don't manage, and you, like, deal with celebrities, and you do all this Africa, around the world stuff. Like, no, nah, that, she's like, no, nah, I trust you. You're going to do this. Felicia closed my biggie. I closed the biggest deals ever with her. I worked with the biggest names ever with her. I travel around the world with her. Like, Felicia has been my plug, and not because of who she is, but because of what she taught me about myself yeah, yeah yeah she told me i was international pr expert miss j gray before i knew it mm -hmm. all right and so definitely we love you felicia, felicia. We love Felicia. <laughs> we love you. I now want to meet Felicia. I need Felicia. Well, she has two events this weekend. Oh, okay, plugs. Free. See, give give her events. What's her tea? Because now the people probably want to know. Oh, we're gonna have to uh, post that. Yeah, later. We're gonna have to post I can't even think off the top we'll of my head. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. So <laughs> we talked about everything in regards to um, managing your life and what are the benefits of being an entrepreneur. What's your least favorite part? The fact that people think because you work from a home office, let's put that on there, folks. <laughs> we work from a home office, your cousin like, can you um go pick up my dog? No, I'm working too, just because I'm not at a nine to five. Grandma needs you to go pick up her prescriptions. Right. You know, people are always like, but you you just at home, right? No. I'm still working. I have a black block schedule. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I'm on my like, tomato. You know, I work tomato. from 6.30. I literally work from 6.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. I work 12 hours a day every single day. Right. So 6.30 run around, I might not want to go to happy hour. I just got up and started working at 6.30. Right. And I have to get back up. And another thing is, like, a lot of people who are not entrepreneurs don't understand that Yes, I might stop working 6.37. Let's go turn up. Let's go out and have some drinks. I can't do that. Why? You you, you your own boss. Let's get to that because no entrepreneur is their own boss. We need to touch on that. But, it on <laughs> but it's like, okay, so if you have a 9 to 5, we've all done it. We've all been there. You can go to work, hung over, super tired, do no work, head on the desk. Guess what? You're still getting paid for all those eight hours. Sure. Damn right. As an entrepreneur, you <laughs> cannot do that. You, don't, you got your head down for eight hours. You're not getting paid. You're missing But guess out. what? You're not just missing eight hours. You missed a contract. You didn't, haven't sealed a deal. You, you really mess Ooh, up your stressful. money when you don't work. Because I go to work clocking in after long nights, long days. Right. Barely tight, 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 tight. I'm done. Goodbye. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm here, calling but I'm off. Here. I'm calling. I'm using my sick leave. We right. don't have no sick leave. PTO, can care. Yeah. Goodbye. So I would say that's probably one of the drawbacks would be that that if you don't have entrepreneurs surrounding you there is a lack of understanding and it can get frustrating mm -hmm. the other one would be you don't get a check every two weeks um if you work in the industry like i work in which is commission and contract based mm -hmm. if i'm not hustling i i 
I'm like a drug dealer. If I'm not on the street slinging, I'm not getting okay. paid. Okay. You, you don't make no money sitting in the house. Okay, Gray. Where the bricks at? Where the bricks? She moving, moving bricks. I'm moving bricks. I'm moving them contracts, right? ATL, I did learn something growing up in the hood, right? Girl, so girl, um, girl. that would probably be a drawback because I remember back in the day being able to be like, yeah, girl, I could do that because I'm going to get paid this Friday in right. two weeks. Right. Uh -uh. Now it's I'm going like, to buy my ticket next week. Right. <laughs> now it's like, let me see what I have right now currently in my account right. because who knows when I'm going to get the next check. Yeah. But that is also motivation mm. because I'm like, as soon as I get a check or close a deal, I'm like, all right, I got to get to the next because if I wait, and enjoy these funds, I'm not going to have any money. It's like the basketball players. You know, the ones that shoot a shot and they try to be cute, laying up in the air, right. doing an extra, and then next Somebody team to score behind them. them. Right. No, you, you make your shots, you make it, and you keep moving because you got to win the game. Can't Kobe celebrate Bryant. in the moment. Yeah, nope. Celebrate when the game is over. Exactly. We Was got that Kobe you. Bryant or who said, right. why you stand there looking cute for it? Get your ass. Oh. <laughs> Was that Kobe Bryant that said that? No, I think that was a personal story. <laughs> I, I saw. I, I, she I saw Kobe in She was manifesting Kobe in her future. But she <laughs> get your ass back, <gasps> girl. Oh my God! Can so, I come back? I love it here. You yes. can. You totally. Can. We're gonna have to come back, and we're gonna have to give some people some like nuggets of knowledge. Because yes. I drop nuggets of knowledge, but it's only for like hungry entrepreneurs. I don't okay. like those lazy ones. If you're hungry, you go pick up what I'm putting out. You know what we what, could do? Before what? we were talking about doing um, a visual podcast, because on iTunes we can upload audio or visual. Mm -hmm. So maybe we could set something up where Miss J Gray can drop some gems, like how you do on your pajamas. PR, PR and pajamas. pajamas. Mm -hmm. You guys can go watch her on Facebook Live for that. Oh no, her Facebook group and then come on and I'll be to live. The podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna have to link the podcast in there. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So before we get since we don't know if the sisters are going to go over to PR and pajamas yet. <laughs> this is our PR and PR in your um, work clothes. Right. <laughs> if you have your holy Jesus PR in your podcast. Right. PR in your podcast. That's it. If you had one piece of advice to give to someone starting out, what would it be? We know we you need to save your money. Mm -hmm. That's the one that I took. <laughs> save your fucking money. <laughs> well, what would be another piece of advice that you would give? Turn off social media for like two weeks and really get to know you and what you want to do. Stop looking at other people's highlights and comparing them to your B-roll mm -hmm. and really find out what it is you want to do. And don't just make a company because you like clothes so you want to start a boutique or you like makeup so you want to start a cosmetic line. Your business will only be successful if you are providing a solution to the consumer's problem. So whatever you're interested in, find the problem in that industry and solve it with your business. And people will always come to you. You will always have a target audience. You will always have marketing. You will always have those things because you are solving a problem. So it's like block out society and what you're seeing on social media because it is all fake. Mm. It is all curated. It is all made up to look like glitz and glam. Mm -hmm. Those pictures of me behind my desk are not candid. Right. I took 17 to get that cute photo with me holding the iPad so I can say, working on PR in your pajamas, like, I'm going to tell you the real. I'm going to be that entrepreneur 
that million dollar woman living next to my leak who's going to tell you the real. No, that is not how I look. I don't wake up like that. Okay, so before I took that Instagram photo, I had a makeup team. I had a wardrobe stylist style me. Yes, for my IG photo. Why? Because it's branding. So move away from social media and really sit down and think about who you are and what solution you want to provide to the world and develop your business that way. Don't look at anybody's anything until you completely finish your business plan, all your ideas, and all your thoughts. Like, take a social media um, detox. detox completely mm-hmm. and then work on your business. Because everything else you guys already know, stay focused, make your task, you know, plan the agenda, um, repeat affirmations. We all know all that, right? right? Get out of social media would be my suggestion. T. I think another good piece um, that you touched on earlier was to do your research oh yeah off of people's social media pages but research the industry that you want to be in see what you can do that nobody else is doing Mm -hmm. that can really elevate you to the next level yes exactly and then when you're true to yourself things fall in place i started off doing entertainment pr because i liked entertainers Mm -hmm. that wasn't me When I became true to myself and stopped trying to look like those entertainers I was representing and took everything off and was just really Miss J. Gray, um, I guess that's when the whole natural hair movement and journey started. And I was natural, and I immediately fell into the natural hair community because they were like, you look like our consumer, we want you to represent us. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, so had I still been trying to be this entertainment person who I wasn't even me, I would have never branched into this whole community. So it's just really about, like she said, just be true to you. Take that break. Step away. Because nine times out of ten, these girls who we are looking at trying to imitate don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They're winging it, too. So you're copying somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, so you're copying something wrong. Right. Yeah. I can't tell you how many of these online, uh, what you call them, build-a-body boutiques? Build-a-body. Build-a-body boutiques or... (laughs) designers or X, Y, and Z who are not educated in their field. Mm -hmm. So they are just doing whatever they think works. And then you have these other girls who are mimicking whatever they think works. And that's how you have incidents like we were discussing earlier with fraudulency. Right. People just not owning up or or doing... No. That shit's whack. Just don't be whack. That's my my (laughs) suggestion. Don't be whack. Research. Don't be whack. So, I know you said that in a few years, ultimately, you want to ha- be living by coastal and have a home in London or in, you said, South Africa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe South Africa. So, where else do you see yourself in five years in regards to your business or something specific? Maybe managing a, a particular client? You got your eye on somebody? No, in five years, I will be a million dollar, uh, a millionaire. I would have earned a million dollars in revenue sitting in my bank account through my public relations and brand management company, through my online membership club, my speaking engagements and events. I said that specifically like that because that is what I tell myself every morning at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. I recite it just like that because a lot of times we have these goals that are not, we say, oh, I want to be a millionaire. Oh, I want to have a big house. Oh, I, you, you're, when you're reciting things or having these affirmations, they need to be specific. I'm going to be a millionaire by the age of 35. Mm-hmm. that would be five years from now. I'll turn 30 in, in four, three weeks, something like that. Yeah, June. I'm going to be, right? yep, June 12th. I will be a millionaire by the age of 35. That is my goal. And that is going to happen. Claiming it for you. 
So it's done. That's what will happen in five years. Hashtag and I will be in done. London in five years. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling up Pulling at your place. Excuse me, Miss Jake. Right. <laughs> so, we talked about your Facebook group, your Snapchat. Did all we? Lit things. Yeah, we. I'm on Snap at Miss That's J. That's what we want to know. We want Let her to give her hands. I'm on Instagram at Miss J. Gray. Mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter at Miss J. Gray. So that's something right there. That's something else we could let everybody know. Like, branding is key. And if all of your platforms do not have the exact same name, you failed. Mm-hmm. Okay? So change it to being exactly the same. If it's already taken, make something else. And the best thing always to do is when you're branding yourself to use your name. Mm-hmm. So don't use a nickname. Don't use, like, light skin with the locks. Right. Stop. No. <laughs> you know? Not please. You need to be podcast germ. Right. You need to be podcast germ on everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, I am at Miss J. Gray, M-S-J-G-R-A-Y, on every single platform. If you want to join my Facebook group where I teach female entrepreneurs um, practical PR and branding strategies, that is PR in your pajamas, and you can go and join that live group. And within a couple of, um, I think within the next month, I will be launching the FE Community, which is an organization for African-American female entrepreneurs where it is a vault of knowledge. I will have tons of experts on there teaching webinars, workbooks, seminars, meetups, and it is a membership site, so it'll be something probably like $25 a month, nothing outlandish, something every entrepreneur can afford. Because mm-hmm. um, remember, I was on the couch, I had no money, I know how hard it is, so it is something that everyone will be able to afford. So if you want more information on that, you can go to MissJGrade.com and sign up um, for our PR party, which is the launch of the website. Um, and you can get information from there. I'm all about sharing. Because I wouldn't yeah. be where I am today if all the women who I looked up to didn't share. I didn't necessarily have entrepreneurs to look up to, but I had women who really um, spoke into my life. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Auntie my lead people like that. Right. <laughs> and we'll be sure to put all of the handles, all of the info in the show notes so that you guys can... Link up with our girl, Miss J. Gray. Yes, I think this was a great conversation. I learned a lot. I'm hoping did. everyone who's listening learned as well. We plan to have more talks like this from people that we think can add value to your life, people that have added value to our lives. That's what this podcast is for. So, Miss J. Gray, we really appreciate you being here with us today. We appreciate all of the knowledge and gems that you shared, and we look forward to seeing you and your future success. Yes, girl, we're claiming all that. Sidebar, um, since you guys just got all this tea, take time to rate, <laughs> review, and subscribe to the podcast for the home girls. Right. right? For the home girls. For the home girls. Um, Jimmy, where are you from? For the home girls. Lakewood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've been faking this whole time. <laughs> ABC don't play School me. District. Don't play me. That's mm-hmm. no Bellflower. Bellflower Unified. Wait, we did go to Mayfair. They don't know for what like that is. Right. This one went to Mayfair. You guys, we're going to sign out and go. <laughs> we're going to talk to Miss J. Gray off air. Take care. Thank you. Peace. Girl. I like to hear the color girl. 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 I like to hear the color girl.